Good morning. Welcome into In Focus on a Friday morning here on News Radio KMAN. We've got some good things lined up for you here this hour. Three guests scheduled to join us. Uh, we'll talk about uh, the Senior Center, the T. Russell Wright's Animal Shelter coming up here a little bit later on. But we start first, as we do every couple weeks, with the Extension Office in Riley County. And uh, joining us today is Megan Doherty, uh, the uh, Family Health and uh, Nutrition uh, Extension agent here in Riley County. Good morning, uh, Megan. Good morning, Brandon. How are you doing on this Friday? I'm doing good. I woke up and it's um, not 90 degrees outside already, so that's a good start to the day. That, that it is. Yeah, and a little cooler here <laughs> as we uh, get to the weekend. A little hard to believe we're going to only be maybe in the 50s or 60s tomorrow. It's a little odd this late in the month. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, we are looking ahead to summer. Uh, we've got uh, one more week left here in the month of May, and then summer is going to be kicking off. And today you're going to be talking to us about uh, a pretty neat summer program that involves young people and, and produce. It's called Power of Produce. And first of all, give us a little background on, on what this is. Yeah, so um, Power of Produce um, is also known as POP to some people. Um, it's an initiative of the Food and Farm Council of the City of Manhattan in Riley County. And what this is, it's a program that we introduced last year, and um, it went over really well. So we're bringing it back by popular demand again this year. And what it is, is we are at the farmer's market downtown in Manhattan every Saturday from June through August, and we'll be there from about 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. each week. And when kids stop by our booth, they are able to participate in a free activity, um, and those vary each week. Um, we do everything from planting seeds to little scavenger hunts around the market. And then once they complete their activity, they get a token um, that they can use at the farmer's market to encourage them to purchase um, fresh fruits and vegetables um, that are locally growing. So they get um, a token that they can use and spend themselves um, on whatever produce they would like. So kind of a neat little activity um, for the kids to get them involved in the market. That's very cool. Is there, is there a sign-up thing that you need here, uh, parents to be noti noticed of, or is there like a deadline? Yeah. Um, so really, there's no advanced sign up. What you do is if you would just show up to um, our booth and we will kind of be over by the information table um, at the farmer's market each week. And so if the child and their parent want to stop by, they will fill out a one time registration card that will um, that we will keep in our system for the entire summer. And then we'll just check off when they come each week or whenever they do visit. Um, so just brief information about the kids, um, a photo release so that we can use some photos from them if they're willing. And then um, they get to participate in our activities um, forever um, that summer. And then if they keep coming back, we'll just check them off as they go. So another really cool thing with the program is for every fourth visit that the um, children come, they get an extra token to use at the market. So 
some kids will either spend their money that week or some save it um, to splurge on like a watermelon or something that might cost a little bit more. Um, so getting that extra token on that fourth time really, really helps them and encourages them to eat more produce. So, Okay. Is there a need for volunteers for this program at all? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I will send you, Brandon, um, we have a sign up for volunteers. We always need volunteers, as you can imagine, um, with little kiddos running around to do the activities. We need about eight volunteers each weekend. Um, and why we've, uh, we have great volunteers already, we can always use more. So um, if you don't mind, I will send you over some information after we get off that you guys can put on your website. Um, they can also find it on our Nourish Together Facebook page um, for more information as well. Okay, what a wonderful opportunity here. And in the Farmer's Market uh, is a great event here that, well, it's it's every Saturday downtown uh, and all kinds of opportunities to get some really good fresh fruits and vegetables and really connect with local producers here. Yeah. And, you know, and this is just another way for um, kids to get involved with the market so that they grow up with it and they know what's offered in their local community. Um, it also, as from a nutrition standpoint, when kids get involved um, in purchasing or picking out their produce that they eat, whether it's fruits or vegetables, they're more likely to consume them at home. So when the kids get to participate they have a closer relationship with the food that they're picking out and they actually tend to eat more fruits and vegetables. So we saw this a lot last year with the kids. They were so excited when they got to go um, pick out those cucumbers, tomatoes, or even a watermelon. They were just so excited to take it home and eat it and try it out. And then, you know, we even have some kids that are so excited that they wanted to come back every single week. Um, one kid even wanted to do it for his birthday. So um, just a lot of fun activities and then also encouraging um, those kids to eat more produce as they grow up and um, develop those healthy relationships with food. Yeah, so important. It, it, I believe there's a little bit of a disconnect here for the younger generation with uh, fresh produce. And I don't know what's caused that here, but this is neat that this program is available because it kind of reestablishes that. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, it's just the nutrients that are in fruits and vegetables are so important for kids as they're getting older and developing um, that it's just one more way that we can encourage them to eat them. And we do some several tastings of different fruits and vegetables or infused water or things like that throughout the market as well at our, um, at our little booth. So just encouraging kids to try new things um, that they might not have liked before. And when you put fun activities with it, sometimes it encourages them to eat more produce as well. All right. Very good. Again, it starts uh, uh, June 4th. Uh, that's the first Saturday in June and it'll continue through August 9 to 11. That's every Saturday morning. Uh, Megan, is there anything else we need to know about this? Um, just the other thing that this is a community program. So uh, even if you're not able to volunteer your time um, or you don't have kids that would utilize this service, but you want to be involved, um, obviously things like this do cost money. So if you'd like to be a donor as well, 
for always accepting donations in, you know, as far as volunteer hours or monetary donations as well. So, um, and you, like I said, you can find more information about Power of Produce on um, our Nourish Together Facebook website. Okay, very cool. What a great program and an awesome opportunity here for the whole community to take part in uh, Power of Produce, the pop club here this summer. Megan, it's good to talk to you, and we'll look forward to talking to you again down the road. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, stay tuned. More In Focus continues in a moment here at News Radio KMAN. We're back here on In Focus, News Radio KMAN, and uh, continuing along here on this Friday morning. A little bit later on, we'll hear from the Animal Shelter. But next uh, segment features the Riley County Seniors Service Center. Liz Nelson joins us in studio, and uh, we'll get to her title here in a moment. Liz, good morning. Good morning. Uh, first of all, I, I, I got to congratulate you because we've been interviewing you here for the last couple of years and uh, got a promotion here. I uh, did, You're yeah. now the director of the Seniors Center. now the director, yeah, and happy, happy to be in the position. I think folks are going to miss Jamie, but um, I was real pleased to to be chosen to be the new new director and have been enjoying it so far so a familiar face to continue to lead the the efforts there you've been there what uh, two and a half years mm-hmm. it'll be three in july end of july mm-hmm. all right yeah. so what what do you what do you love most about this uh this center you know it's it's for me, it's always about the people, so it's been great um just meeting so many great people and, you know, friendly and um, people who care about their community. And um, the the other piece is, you know, the, the folks all around us who continue to support us in a variety of ways and the way they step up to the plate when we call and ask if they want to be a speaker or make a donation or help sit, for instance, help sit at our fabric sale yesterday and <laughs> run the money box, you know, just little things like that really add up and make uh, make it a really great job. Now you've got uh, some, some interesting events coming up here and uh, some speakers. One, in fact, today, Ned Seaton's going to be speaking at uh, the Senior Center. That's ever? right. He'll be here today at 1 o'clock, and he's speaking on... Uh, media and the military. So he's going to focus a lot on how the Mercury and, uh, you know, specifically interfaces with Fort Riley and how they um, keep the information flowing. Um, But then he'll probably branch out and address some other uh, subjects as well. And um, he and I talked, he's looking forward to being to being here today. And, uh, you know, Come on down. Ask him any question you want, he said. Just <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> People could really ask Ned probably a lot of questions. And he... Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right. Well, that that's exciting. That'll be at 1 o'clock today. And then you have another speaker uh, next week. Is that right? Yes. Um, in, Memor- in Memorial Day. In May, I like to have a few military topics. I do that in November as well, obviously, because of Veterans Day. But in May, uh, Memorial Day, a lot of people think about um, – our veterans, even though Memorial Day can be for mem- remembering everyone in our lives that we've lost, but sometimes there's that special thought toward the veterans. And so, um, yep, I have a speaker on Friday. And his name is Mike Cardella. That's right. And folks will know him because he comes in every Veterans Day and sets up a really great display 
about the um, 20th century soldier, basically, and just a fount of knowledge. And I had been looking for somebody to talk about uh, the Vietnam era, which can be a rather sensitive subject for a lot of people, but Mike had two tours of duty there, and I think he's the perfect person to come in and just start broaching that that subject for us at the Senior Center. All right, that'll be a lot of fun. And, uh, of course, you guys are closed for Memorial Day, correct? We are closed for Memorial Day. So um, there's no uh, friendship meals delivered on Memorial Day, and um, there's no in-house meals on Memorial Day. The other thing uh, is that there's no delivered meals uh, on Friday the 27th either. The friendship meals won't be delivered, but we will have in-house meals. We're going to have pizza that day. So if you want to come for pizza, come on down. All right. Awesome opportunity there. So that's uh, that's still what's coming up here in the the month of May. And then you kind of turn the calendar and look (laughs) ahead to June and uh, best time of the year, in my opinion, <laughs> May to June. Okay, great. Yeah, looking forward to June. I want to back up one little step, and I want to address our uh, Grow Green Day. That's a giving day that the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation um, sets up for nonprofits in the Manhattan community. And I just want to say a really humble thank you to everybody who supported the Senior Center through that. In one day, um, we had over $20,000 donated to support our endowment and our facility. And that just means so much to us. And I, I can't say thank you enough. So just thank you. Thank you to all our donors. Um, And yes, then we'll move on to June. One thing I want folks to know is that, you know, we have a big pot of coffee going every morning. And we'd love for you, if you you and your friends want to come down and sit around, have a cup of coffee in a nice environment, come down and do that. We'd love to have you. All right. And uh, I'm I'm looking here at the announcements, and this excited me because I I forgot that this happens. Mm. The municipal band is coming back. Yeah. Yes, they are. We're not going to have formal outings to the municipal band. Well, we're we're going to have a little section, so look for mm-hmm. us from the senior center. Um, but I just wanting to encourage folks. I know lots of folks look forward to that every year, but just putting out that reminder because we have fabulous musicians in our uh, community, and it's just so nice to be able to go out and hear the great music that they are able to perform. Yep, that's uh, every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. starting mm-hmm. in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else we got coming up here? Okay, well, we have something new. We have um, a woman who recently moved back to town. She's a Manhattan, uh, not a Manhattan, she's a K-State graduate. And she came in and offered to teach tap dance. And I just thought that sounded really fun. And she... I feel like I didn't do a great job, um, you know, putting the word out or the way I described it. Maybe didn't sound as fun as what people thought might it be. Might be, but um, like when I told our yoga instructor Debbie Newton about it, she said, "Oh my gosh, I took tap dance as an adult, and it was one of the most fun things I ever did in my life." So I just want to encourage people to give it a try. It's just you know like a forty-five minute lesson, six weeks in a row. Um, 
And if you want to come in and just try it, I put down there that there's a fee for this. Sometimes if you don't charge anything, people don't think the teacher's any good. And then other times when you charge something, people think it's too expensive. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, A, the teacher's good, and B, I'm just going to go ahead and waive the fee for this first set of classes because I really want people to come down and give it a try. And she said, you don't even need tap shoes. Just come in some kind of hard-soled shoe that you can make noise with on the ground and hear what you're doing. Um, kind of a low entry threshold here. We just want people to come down and enjoy themselves. All right. That's a neat opportunity there. That sounds like a lot of fun. That'll be uh, – so the first one is next Thursday, the 26th. That's right. And then it goes um, next Thursday, day the 26th, and then every Thursday in June okay. in the afternoon. Yep. All right. Uh, what other special events you got coming okay, up? Okay, we have another book in our book club series. Uh, we have book club every other month. We always try to find either a local author or a book about someone who was local. So in June, um, our book is called The Art of Being Human, and it's actually used as a textbook on our campus and on lots of campuses around the country, and it was written by a professor of anthropology at Kansas State University. And it might sound dry and boring, but when you pick that book up, it reads like a novel. It's really great. Mm. It's um, it's not your typical uh, textbook, and it comes in the, the size and format more of a book that you would pick up just to read for enjoyment, and I guarantee you will enjoy it when you read it. And um, so it was written by Dr. Michael Wesch, and he will be joining us on June 15th to talk about his book, how he came to write it, and for those who um, have read the book, then they can you know ask him questions about what went into the book. I still have two free copies at the center. So if there's anyone out there who'd like to come in and pick up one of his books for free, um, please do. And it looks like people need to sign up for this one? Yes. Yeah, and they, they mainly need to sign up if they want to get that free book. Okay. Yeah. Very good. But yes, we do like to have people sign up because we know how many to prepare for. Gotcha. Uh, you got a tour of the Beach Museum coming up? Yes, we do. That's the first Friday tour of the Beach Museum, and we'll have a docent um, and our regular contributor, Kim Richards, who works for the beach. She comes in every month to do artful making or artist profile, and she said she really wanted to be the one to give us a tour of the beach. Um, we've got something special for folks who maybe aren't quite retirement age. Um Michael Miller is coming in to give a program called Medicare 101. That's Wednesday, June 8th. It's at 5.30 because we assume a lot of those folks are still working and we want them to be able to come and um, experience this program and not have it conflict with their workday. So the program is intended for people who aren't on Medicare yet, um, but might be eligible soon and to learn about the benefits, how it works, what it has to offer, and things like that. So Wednesday, June 8th. Okay. Uh, STEM, water treatment plant, that's happening Friday, June 10th. What's that? Okay. STEM is our science, technology, engineering, and math um, series. And so Ethan Kloster from the water treatment plant is going to be coming to talk to us about um, what goes into making making sure that our community has clean water and um, 
learns the whole the whole process about the 30 million gallons a day that go through that water treatment plant. That'll be an interesting discussion. I think a lot of us take it for granted. Oh, yeah, we do. It's so important. We do. And then, you know, you hear people who've traveled to places where you can't just turn. You, you don't just walk over to your kitchen or bathroom and turn on the <laughs> tap. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty spoiled. Um, we also have a really uh, great program the week after that on the 17th. A local guy in, from the Wamigo area named Todd Selfrank is a nature photographer, and he's got some really beautiful pictures. He's going to come and talk to us about nature photography and show us a lot of his images. Um, so that will be on the 17th. And then our last speaker of the month is Angelia Lentz, and she is with the Army Corps of Engineers. And she's going to talk to us about um, the spillway after it got just wiped clean <laughs> on the flood of 93. And she's going to talk about the, the fossils and all the interesting things that get exposed when um, the cha- with the changing water levels out there at Tuttle Creek. That'll be, that'll be a good discussion. Yeah. Can you believe that was almost 30 years ago? No, I can't believe that. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. You know, we have people that like to talk about the 51 flood a lot. And, uh, you know, I wasn't around for that one, but I was around for 93. So I can relate a little bit and thinking, yeah, it does just seem like yesterday. And I'm sure that big, devastating 51 flood is the same for the folks who went through it. Yeah. You you just don't forget something like that. So the last uh, two things I want to mention are that um, we have a concert last Wednesday of the month. June 29th at 6.30. It'll be inside. During COVID, we started a parking lot concert series, and we were meeting outside because we were still in those heavy COVID lockdowns. Mm -hmm. But now that we can be inside, we get to have air conditioning and (laughs) feel really comfortable. So the Snyders, Myron and Mila, came last year, and folks really enjoyed them. So they're coming back again this year, and they perform a combination of 60s pop um, and a couple contemporary Christian songs. And then I also like always to put a plug in for our Coffee with Caregivers, and that's our Alzheimer's Caregiver Support Group or our Health Caregiver Support Group. It's a really good one for folks who just want to come in, be around other people who are going through what they're going through, get advice, and commiserate. All right. If people want to sign up for the newsletter or, or just view it online, how can they go about that? Um, if you want to view it online... Uh, please go to our website, and it is seniorsservicecenter.org. And if you can't find it, Google it. Just Google Raleigh County Senior Center, and it'll pop up. And then if you want to call us, please call 785-537-4040. Okay, sounds good. Lots of good fun stuff coming up. We may have to stop and uh, visit here a couple times next month. There's some really good uh, speakers you got coming yeah. in. Yeah, so. I'm really looking forward to it. We've got amazing people in our community. It's just the the knowledge base here is pretty incredible. And it's really fun when you can find somebody who's passionate about it. And almost any subject under the sun becomes interesting when that person's really passionate about it. And And knows a lot. Yep. No question about it. All right. Well, Liz, good to talk to you again, and we'll see you next month. Okay. Thank you.
All right, stay tuned. We'll hear from uh, Bryce Kolk over at the T. Russell Rice Animal Shelter coming up next on K-Man. And we're back on In Focus, News Radio KMAN. Brandon Peoples with Bryce Kolk here in this next segment, director of the T. Russell Rice Animal Shelter. Good to see you again. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, lots going on at the animal shelter right now. We've got uh, a big event coming up next weekend, but let's start first with what's going on uh, starting today. You have uh, sponsored adoption fees. Yeah, so Best Friends Organization and Bounty, um, Quicker Picker Up or Paper Towels, um, are sponsoring adoption fees. Um, that starts today, um, tomorrow, and then we're actually going to be open Sunday as well from 12 to 4. Um, no appointments needed, just come on in and help you find your match okay so sponsor adoption fee for those just hearing that in what does that mean that means that best friends and bounty um are prepaying adoption fees for all the the animals in the shelter so it's kind of a nice way for them to help shelters keep numbers down and help people that are you know going into summer and have extra expenses um it's just kind of a a help for everybody to help find them homes. So, and do you have a high volume right now of uh, animals in the shelter? I knew you were going to ask that, so <laughs> I wrote down the numbers. Uh, we have eighteen dogs right now. Um, we only have eight cats and kittens, but we have twenty-six kittens in foster care that will be coming in pretty soon. Um, and then we have a couple pocket pits. Okay, so there's your opportunity there, and a lot of these animals. I know you usually list them on your social media page, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep, so you can either go on the city website um, and look up the animal shelter to see a list of them that are available. Um, you can also follow us on Facebook, and we post the links to our pet finder to see available animals as well. I always wonder this time of year, as we, you know, we're, we're in a college town here, so we have a lot of students that come and go here. They leave in mid-May, come back in August. Do you happen to see more animals uh, kind of just left behind this time of year? Um, not necessarily left behind, like abandoned. Um, we do see a higher volume of owner surrenders, especially in pocket pets. Oh. Mm. Well, as far as, uh, uh, strays, I know we, we've seen some strays, uh, here in the last couple months. Is that still an issue? Yeah. So we're still seeing a high volume of stray dogs coming in, um, that aren't being reclaimed. Um, you know, something as simple as a microchip or city license that you can get any any day the shelter is open without an appointment would easily fix that. So um, we also post strays on our Facebook page um, daily. If a stray comes in, it's posted at some point during that day. Um, and we also try to share our post to all of the lost and find, found local pages. Now, what happens if, if you, if let's say they're not microchipped, and they they happen to see that you've got their animal in possession they they just come get it and and that's it or um it it would depend um there are reclaims in the city ordinance um that we have to pay or have them pay reclaim fees um if an animal comes in and it is microchipped or licensed and we could just call the owner and get them right home we generally try to waive it and not intake the animal right away um to just get them back home since we were able to verify where they came from. Uh, if they are not, and they are not current on rabies vaccines, then there is an impound fee, and then it's a $20 a day boarding fee. Okay. So keep that in mind. Microchipping will save you a lot of money then. Oh, yeah, definitely. And 
keep your pet from being stressed out in the shelter too. Absolutely. All right. So important. Get that done. And you guys offer that uh, relatively affordable price there for that, right? Yeah. The microchips, it only takes a few minutes to administer um, and they're only $10. So. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's that's good to know. Uh, this is a, also an important time of year. Uh, we're getting into summertime pretty soon. The weather's going to be warming up. Maybe not this weekend, but uh, we have seen temperatures pretty hot already, and it's so important to remind people uh, to take care of your animals in the heat. Definitely. Yeah. Animal control officers have already been getting calls about animals left in cars when it's 90 degrees and, you know... If you're, if you're going to go somewhere and your pet can't go inside, just keep them at home for a little bit, you know. Even if you crack a window, it, it gets way too hot for them. Um, if your animal is outside, going to the bathroom, uh, making sure that there's shade and water. Um, try to limit that time outside. Even if you're going for a walk, um, you know, kind of bending down and on the top of your hand touching the asphalt to make sure that it's not hot so we don't get burnt pads as well if you do see an animal that's in distress though from the heat um, definitely call raleigh county police department and put in a call so that animal control officers can come out and check on them yeah uh, so so important and you know people see uh, uh people get really sensitive about the the car issue um and it's probably not uh, unlike some people maybe just break a window and make sure they can help that animal if they, if right. they can't find the person. Right. I, so. would, I would hate for somebody's window to get broken too. So Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, best practice, just just leave them at home if you got to go run errands. Um, but, yeah, it's so important to re- remember the uh, the water thing as well. And, and the burnt pads is something I don't always think about. But, of course, you know, they don't wear shoes. So, right. you know, if it's too hot for your feet, think about what it is for the dog. Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, uh, any other things here we got this morning? Um, you know, touching up on the weather, you know, it kind of goes right now. We've been having high winds and some storms as well. Um, so when there's inclement weather and we have that kind of stuff come through, making sure that you're checking your fence to make sure there wasn't anything knocked down or a tree that has fallen on a fence um, before you let your dogs out. So everybody's safe and secure. That's a good idea. And, of course, with severe weather, we always harp on uh, people having uh, an emergency kit. Don't forget about your pets either. Definitely. Um, you got an event coming up next weekend, too, uh, if I remember right, in the open house? We do, yes. We have an open house, uh, May 28th. Um, It's on a Saturday. And uh, it's from 1 to 5. The shelter's still going to be open for adoptions as well, so it might get a little little hectic, hectic in there, but... We're going to have K-State out. They're going to have their mobile spay and neuter bus um, for folks to tour in the community. Um, Science Diet representative is going to be out there. Um, since we partner with Science Diet, Feed Science Diet, they're going to be there to kind of talk about nutritional needs um, as far as your pet's diet goes. Um, and then we'll, we'll do two tours throughout the day and let everybody kind of see behind the scenes what we're improving, what programs we're implementing, and, you know, what goes on so yeah and of course the animal shelters open what five days a week yes uh we're open every day except wednesdays and sundays okay and i don't know if, if people listening here haven't ever been to the animal shelter i've been a few times wonderful facility here we have in the city of manhattan we've got one of the nicer shelters i've i've seen actually um people can come out there and and, and visit uh you, you probably need volunteers i imagine sometimes too oh definitely 
Yeah, we can use volunteers for just about anything. So, I mean, even if you just have a 30-minute lunch break and you generally take a walk when it's nice, you know, come grab a dog and go for a walk. So Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, will we see the animal shelter more visible here over the summer, too, other events? Are we going to – you plan to be at other events, too? We have a few few events in the works. So um, we're working with a couple different uh, – places in the community to go out and do some off-site events for adoption and you know kind of getting out there so all right one thing we always look forward to here Stephen and i i've sent Stephen to cover it a few times is the the pet palooza that's not till august but that's when they they close the pools and let the dogs take a swim that's always a lot of fun oh yeah definitely we're looking forward to it yeah all right well uh good stuff as always uh and if people want to get a hold of you at the animal shelter how can they do that Well, you can shoot us an email at animalshelter at cityofmhk.com. Like and follow our Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok accounts. Um, And then our phone number is 785-587-2783. Very good. Bryce, always good to talk to you here, and we'll uh, talk again next month, I guess. Thank you. Stay tuned. More in focus in a moment here on News Radio KMAN.